Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, for over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, emanating from the Sports Byline Studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Yes, the man was correct. My name is Pedro Fernandez, the often imitated but never duplicated, undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race, folks, having defended that title off for better than 34 years. And straight up today, I'm going to spend the better part of an hour talking about the greatest, that's right, Muhammad Ali, in his own words. We'll go back in time. We'll hear Ali at different points of his career, different points of his life on different subjects. Straight up, we're talking Ali for the next hour. Open phone lines around the planet. You can join me if you like and chime in on the greatest. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. Just text me. You don't have to come on the air. You know, get your opinion in. 415 415- Two seven five one six one three. Once again, the text line four one five two seven five one six one three. Zerdo Ramirez, the undefeated one hundred and sixty eight pound World Boxing Organization champion, was the winner last night on ESPN. Of course, that was the boxing highlight. We'll talk some MMA, maybe a little pro wrestling as well. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, emanating, of course, from the Sports Byland Studios in San Francisco. Folks, if you are joining us for the very first time tonight, I implore you to stick around. This is the longest-running fight show in history, and there's a reason why. I'm telling you, there's a reason why. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide all across America, of course, on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius, XM, Satellite Radio, and, of course, the American Forces Network. Straight up. You ought to be having fun, baby. This is Ring Talk. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. 
That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash hire. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. It's the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash hire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash hire. ZipRecruiter.com slash hire. <laughs> Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. I think boxing is dangerous. Uh, any man being hit in the head, the brain's a delicate thing. I think it, sh- it should be well protected. If a fellow's not qualified, he shouldn't be allowed to fight. But football is proven to have more deaths. Baseball, ice hockey, horse racing is a car racing is much more dangerous. But I would uh, advise nobody to box if they get hit too much and it's too dangerous. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Check this out, folks. The new Tower of Power album. It's got the rough, but that's all right with me. Because I dig the vibe. And I like the company. It's a world away. That's what the people say. Where you can sing your song and do it all night long. Oh, 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 oh. 
our 2018 50 years. That's the new record. It debuted number one on the jazz charts as far as Billboard magazines is concerned on the soul side of town. Congratulations to Amelia Castillo and the group, man. Fantastic accomplishment. 50 years. Not too many people can live 50 years, let alone have a band together for 50 years that kicks ass like the Tower of Power. Check them out online, towerofpower.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. You know, before we get to the Ollie-isms and get deep into Ollie, we'll get in the next segment. Let's talk about, you know, Saturday Night's Fights. Of course, the WBO 168-pound champion, Mr. Zerto Ramirez, he said that, you know, uh, he beat this young man, and he is a young man. He came in at 23-0. and 0. You know, when you come in young and you come in undefeated, you think, you know, you haven't been beaten yet, so so maybe something's going to happen. Maybe, maybe you're going to try. Maybe you're going to go for it. But when you're outclassed, when you're totally outclassed, you know, sometimes you don't have the opportunity to win a fight. You just don't have it. But you have to make the opportunity. It's not like somebody's going to give it to you. They're not going to give it. They're not going to hand this to you. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is Mr. Angulo last night did not really assert himself and try to win. I mean, the bottom line is at the end of the day, the Southpaw, of course, I'm talking about Zerto Ramirez now, 38-0, One score was scores of 119-109 twice, which means like 11-1 in rounds. The other judge had a 121 away. It means 12 to zip in rounds. So it wasn't a a competitive fight per se, but here's what here's what the champion had to say. And to show you how fighters are so full of spit sometimes with an age, uh, the champion Zero Ramirez Arif said he came with all the hunger. Uh, you know, he came with the hunger of a man looking to take my title. No, he came with the hunger of a man that just left the hotel buffet. That's what it looked like. He just left the hotel buffet. He was there to get paid. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, I mean, not get hurt. You got to listen. You've got to gamble. Ray Leonard, I say it, say it again, and again, and again. Sugar Ray Leonard, he and I training in June of 1989, no, May of 1989 for the Tommy Hearns rematch down in uh, well, Fort Lauderdale, no, West Palm Beach, Florida, at some golf course. Anyway, we're talking, what's the difference when, a, when with an average fighter and a good fighter and a great fighter? And he says, well, I don't know about average and good because I don't think I've ever been to average or good, but a great fighter is a fighter that's willing to gamble, that's willing to go for it, that sees an opportunity or makes the opportunity. You must make an opportunity. A couple of weeks ago, Terrence Crawford had an opportunity to uh, look a little bit better, I thought, than he did against Jeffrey Horn. Jeffrey Horn was the reigning WB 147-pound champion, having taken that title via a 12-round decision from Manny Pacquiao. That's right, Manny Pacquiao, of course, the senator, coming up July the 12th. Lucas Matezzi in Kuala Lumpur. Good luck, good luck for Manny. I mean, he, he's in good shape, but Matezzi's a monster. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he really is. Anyway, Back to the back to the phone lines, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The texts are coming in here. You know who's a guy I'd like to get in here as far as um, Ali's uh, fights are concerned? is a guy named Bob Canobio. He runs um, something called CompuBox. And CompuBox, you hear them on HBO, maybe in ESPN, certain different other major pay-per-views and this and that. They're the guys that count punches. You know, there's a certain amount of jabs, certain amount of crowd, things, power punches and jabs and this and that. I mean, they have uh, taken, I guess, their punch count thing to a, to, to a new level. And it started out, I thought, maybe as a bit of a, a, a novelty on ESPN. And then, of course, they went with HBO. And then, of course, they're with a, a lot of broadcasters. At the end of the day, they're making some money and trying to get Bob Kenobi on the show because not only is Bob ro- run CompuBox, and he can explain the, the facets of CompuBox, but he's done a book with a young man about Ali, Muhammad Ali in the numbers, and how he would stack up against other fighters in this and that from, from, from the numbers, from what he threw in this. And of course, Ali threw a lot less punches 
coming back after that three-and-a-half-year uh, uh, self I would have to say self-imposed exile because he didn't want to step forward <clears throat> into the U.S. military. What was it saying? Uh, you're not going to use my name to lead other young men to slaughter. Just, I'm not, it's not going to happen. It's not gonna, so he, you know, he refrained from going, and he was broke. And he went around and, you know, he did some college speaking tours. And, of course, Joe Frazier gave him a few bucks here and there. Joe Frazier was the, the uh, champion, just becoming champion around that area. Of course, Joe was the guy, of course, that Muhammad Ali would meet in 1971 and probably the greatest fight of all time as far as anticipation and the world coming to a halt. I kid you not. Every person of note who had juice was at Madison Square Garden that night or watching that fight. I kid you, it was the most watched event at that point in time as far as history was concerned. And, I mean, was, there was more people watching than I think there were than space shots. So that just shows you how popular that Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier were, of course, two undefeated champions going toe-to-toe. March 8th, 1971, hmm, what a fight. Ali getting drilled in that 15th round, getting knocked down, getting hurt in the 11th round. Joe deserved to win that fight, no doubt about it. I had bias going along because I'm an Ali guy. So I had bias going along for a lot of years when I would look at the fight and think, you know, Ali was winning a lot of those rounds. But, yeah, but those rounds in which he lost, he got crunched. And whether you're on the rounds basis or the I – mean, I think they were judging on the rounds basis. And by that, you might have said, yeah, the fight was a little bit closer than it was. But I think Joe Frazier deserved to win, win that fight by a couple of three points. Joe was just the stronger man. He knocked Ali down. And in that 11th round, just like Ali told me, he goes, I was never hurt as much in my entire life as I was in that 11th round against Joe Frazier. And and a little little pre uh, little side note to that, Lola Falana. Does anybody remember who Lola Falana was? Lola Falana was like the, uh, the Beyonce of today. In other words, she was a black superstar model. She was an amazing lady, okay, no doubt about it. Excuse me. Mm. Anyway, she came into Muhammad Ali's dressing room before the Joe Frazier fight in Madison Square Garden and performed an act on him that I would say that um, may have weakened his legs a little bit. Just put it to you like that. So if you can figure that one out, you've got the first fight in hand. Ali getting knocked out in the 15th round, and him saying to me after, you know, afterwards we were talking about this in China, you know, I probably shouldn't have done that. But I did. So it happens. I mean, there's something you can never imagine. Things happening in the dressing room. Intimate things happening in a dressing room before a fight with Muhammad Ali. Of course, in Madison Square Garden, Lola Flana, the... The, the elite model that she was, and she came in there and she performed a service for the champ. Figure it out. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. That go-free, no-commitment text line. I got about four texts backed up here. I'll get to them on the other side of the break. Text line number 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Guess what? With those gas prices, they, I guess there is... Uh, go down in history has been the uh, highest publicized fight in the history of the fight game. Uh, the most talked about, uh, the most, I would say, probably controversial, the most loved, the most hated. Now, more Ring Talk. Cause there's only so much harm in the ground.
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. If you are age 85 or younger... Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774. 800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. You want to take Ashley Clay when Howard yes. Cosell and everybody is calling him Muhammad Ali. Now, why you got to be one of all people who's color to keep saying Cassius Clay? My name is Muhammad Ali, and you will announce it right there in the center of that ring after the fight if you don't do it now. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. Everybody knows that. Check it, 24 minutes past the hour, you tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez, of course, 34 plus years now, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race, folks. That's right, defending that title. Often imitated, but never duplicated. A lot of guys have come and went. A lot of chicks have come and went. I remember they had a couple of regular guys that tried to do this. Guess what? They're all toast. Here I am, 34 plus years now, sitting high atop my throne here in the Sports Byline Studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. 
I'll get to some text in a little bit. Um, you know, right now, we have a battle of looming for the heavyweight champion of the world between two undefeated lads. And this is not 1971. This is not Muhammad Ali, and this is not Joe Frazier, okay? This is Deontay Wilder, the 2008 Olympic bronze medalist from the Mobile, Alabama, of course, and, and Anthony Joshua. Joshua, of course, the 2012 Olympic gold medalist from the U.K., they both stand about six foot six, six foot seven. They're big, tall dudes. They weigh around two hundred fifty pounds. They're huge men. No small heavyweights, no doubt about it. But they both hold portions of so-called world heavyweight titles. <clears throat> Joshua, the World Boxing Organization champion, the IBF champion, the WBA champion, and of course you have the WBC champion, Mr. Wilder. Of course, he's I believe he's forty and zero now, something like thirty nine knockouts. So. But most of the guys he's fought were, were of my of my caliber and my age. In other words, stiffs. Uh, let's just be honest with you. you know, I mean, he was tested maybe once or twice, tested in that last fight against Luis Ortiz, the Cuban, and he failed miserably, I thought, in my mind. People say, oh, he came back. But I thought he came back with the help of some home cooking by the, the referee. That was just my opinion. Anyway, Deontay Wilder, unbeaten, taking on Joshua in the U.K. They want to do this fight in the U.K., April 2019 is what promoter Barry Hearns talking about. And, and Hearns in the driver's seat. He's got the guy that draws 90,000 people to a fight, okay, versus, versus Al Heyman, who thinks he's like the godfather of boxing now here in the United States. He's got uh, Deontay Wilder, who can draw like eight or 9,000 people in Mobile, Alabama. Okay, so you got 9,000 versus 90,000. Uh, should we pay him like that? Should we pay him like, you know, 90% to 10% or something like that? Should the way that should the pay go down like that? No, it shouldn't go down like that, but it can't go down 50-50 either. And that's what Mr. Wilder's demanding right now is a 50-50 split as far as the money's concerned. Uh, I don't think it'll happen if it's a 50-50 split. And I think that Wilder is going to, I think they need to water this plant a little bit more. I really don't think this fight is ready to happen just yet, uh, even though these guys are both undefeated and they, you know, both of them have been on TV and things like that. But they haven't, Especially Joshua. Joshua hasn't been uh, exposed to the American pay-per-view public as as Wilder has to an extent. And Wilder, being a you know he's he's a shootout artist. I mean, he, you know, I think in that Ortiz fight, he was on the verge of being knocked out. He came back and he knocked Ortiz out. So he's a, a live or die guy by the the wild shots that he throws, and more power to him on that. But I think against an accomplished guy, a big guy, a strong guy like Joshua, I think that would be his shortcoming. Just just my opinion. Of course, Joshua. Uh, right now on a roll, as I said, 90,000 people, plus, 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 plus. What would you do if you held the fight in the United States? Where would you put it? I mean, Madison Square Garden, 20,000 people or something like that. I mean, well, that, that pales in comparison to putting in, in Wembley Stadium or Cardiff Rails, where he can draw 90,000 people fighting, my, fighting me. I mean, that's Joshua McKnight, fight night. He could draw nearly 100,000 people just fighting anybody. So what does Wilder really bring to the dance? Well, he brings that WBC belt. He brings the zero that Joshua so desperately wants to erase, of course. And Wilder, on the other hand, wants to erase Joshua's zero. So there's a battle of the undefeated here. Um, both guys have been rocked. Of course, Mr. Joshua was down by uh, put down by Vladimir Klitschko, got up off the canvas and knocked Mr. Klitschko out. Of course, that hadn't been done before. That had been done before, but not in 11 years. Klitschko was on a hell of a roll. Okay, and then of course Wilder says surviving against Ortiz the last time, but I think it was due to the uh, benefits of some. Uh, <clears throat> oh, no, I won't say home cooking. I would just say maybe the referee um, committed a mistake. I thought it was might have been a mistake in order to check 
the fighter when he got off the stool instead of checking him in between the rounds. And that just delayed uh, the, the, the fight starting and the next round starting. And of course, as I told you, for lack of a better term, Deontay Wilder was on Queer Street. He just was. So the unbeaten heavyweights, will they roll? Yes, they will roll. But I think that the way they should do this, if promoter Pedro was in charge, that's right, Pedro King, call me PK, um, I would say we do Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua first. And we roll the dice on that. I don't care. I really don't care. I'm in the U.K. I don't care if this fight with Wilder were to fall apart. The money to be made on a uh, on a on a uh, fight with the giant gypsy in the U.K. would just be phenomenal. It would make more money than a in a Wilder fight. It just would. So that makes sense. Dollars and cents. C e n t s, not s e n c and s e n s e. Okay, it doesn't make sense to Mr. Wilder. He wants to do it now. The guy's getting old. In his last fight, he got wobbled. He almost lost. It was almost, and then it was it all almost fell apart on him. So when you're, you know, when you're on top of the world, you think you're on top of the world, and you're like rolling around the ring like on ice skates. So hmm, it can be, how can I put it, disconcerting. You can also be a wake up call that Wilder needs to get this fight on now. Wilder needs the fight to happen now. Joshua can wait a while. Okay, just this way it is. Joshua is in the driver's seat, and much like um. I'll put it to you like this. He is the B side of the record. The American fighter is the B side of the record. That's a bit sad, but he is the B side of the record. Muhammad Ali, born January 7th, 1942, Louisville, Kentucky. He and I hooked up a few times, but our most memorable times together, of course, were the trips to China. Two trips to China, uh, one in 1994, one in 1993. The 1993 trip, we you know, broadcast history, went over there and did a television uh, broadcast from the People's Republic of China. They called it the Brawl at the Wall. It wasn't actually at the Wall. It was in Beijing, China. Which I and when I got there, you know, I'm on the uh, on the way over and I'm reading books. I'm like, what, what happened to Peking? And when Peking became Beijing, of course, that's the capital of China. Anyway, uh, when we get there, the food is horrible. Uh, I mean, we're like in bad, bad shape. Some people have got some. I don't want to say dysentery. Uh, but we've got some stomach issues from some of the food, okay? It's undercooked. They don't know how to cook it. They're trying their best. The Chinese people are trying their best because they've got Muhammad Ali there, the greatest, the most recognized figure in the entire world in 1993, okay? So they're trying, but they're failing miserably. And, 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 and like, they serve pork to Muslim people and things like that. So it was just, it really got sort of ugly down there as far as the food was concerned because you never knew you were, what you were eating. I mean, we didn't think we were eating dog or anything like that, but, like, I'll tell you one thing, we're sliding along this buffet at the Presidential Hotel, and that was in, that wasn't in Beijing, that was somewhere else. Anyway, um, and we were sliding along the buffet, they put this buffet together for us, and I, of course, Muhammad Ali, <coughs> having Parkinson's and his handshaking, I'm taking care of his food. So we're going on down the line, we want some of this, want some of that, want some of this, want some of that. Hey, champ, you want some soup? <clears throat> what kind? I said, hey, what kind of soup is that, man? Meatballs? What? I bob up back and forth in Chinese anyway. Turns out to be pigeon head soup. We passed on the soup. That's right. No pigeon head soup for the champ. Anyway, but that sort of set the tone because when I wanted to go to um, McDonald's that night, I went to go to McDonald's, and I'm not a McDonald's guy. In fact, I, the only time I eat McDonald's is I eat these egg sandwiches there where I have the eggs cooked well done and don't have any cheese or any of that BS put on there. Just, just an egg, have it cooked well done. But in China... Having lost weight, I mean, I lost 10 pounds on this first trip. Okay, Ali lost, I think, close to 20. I kid you not. It was a great place to go diet the first time. The five-star restaurants, all that kind of good stuff, they weren't there yet. 
It was like the subway wasn't even there yet. It was like Kentucky Fried Chicken was there, and it was it was like Kentucky Fried Pigeons. They were the smallest chickens you ever saw in your life. I kid you not. So we're over there trying to grub on this food. It ain't working. Ain't I mean, not even close. So I'm off to McDonald's one night. I'm starving. I got to go to McDonald's. Just left a production meeting with uh, Tokyo Rosenthal, and of course, who was the other broadcast? I can't remember right now. Anyway, so we're on our way to Humalay. So we're, we're, I'm on my way to McDonald's, and I see Lonnie Ali in the lobby, and Lonnie Ali being Mrs. Muhammad Ali. And then she goes, Pedro, where are you going? I didn't know her well. It wasn't on a first-name basis or anything like that. I said, oh, Mrs. Ali, I'm on my way to McDonald's. She goes, oh, Pedro, would you get, would you get Muhammad a hamburger? And that was the beginning of our relationship. It was so cool. I brought him, like, two quarter-pounders. I mean, I, was like, I went to McDonald's and bought a lot of crap. I bought a lot of grease. But guess what? We all got off on the grease because the Chinese food at that point in time was like atrocious, to say the least. It was just atrocious. Anyway, so I bring him back to Burgers, um, and, and the cab driver, he doesn't understand what I'm saying. I'm telling him, don't go anywhere, don't go anywhere, stay right here, blah, blah, right in front of McDonald's, right? So uh, remember, the, the McDonald's in Beijing had this big statue of Ronald McDonald in front of it. I just remember that. It just came to my mind right now. So anyway, I'm in and out of there. Bring the Burgers back. They're happy as hell. Uh, we go to the brawl. We, we go to the Great Wall the next day. Actually, the Great Wall of China. Ali took a couple pictures with me. I mean, I didn't ask to take the pictures. He put his arm around me and things like that. So the relationship <coughs> was like starting to begin. Okay, so we, that was that was that was sort of cool. And then in '94, they said to me, you know, guess what? Muhammad Ali is going to do a tour of China, and we'd like you to go with him. And I went, what? They go, promoter Harold Smith, you know, he's got his shortcomings, but Harold came through on a lot of occasions. He says, we want you to accompany, accompany Muhammad Ali and be both his bodyguard, PR guy, whatever he needs, Pedro, we want you to do. And I said, I'm down. How much do I got to pay you? And they go, no, no, we're going to give you a couple of G's a week to do this. And it was like a week and a half gig. So it was like three and a half, four G's. It was so cool. Oh, man, it just was. So anyway. We, we get rock and rolling on this trip, and I think I have to get to that after the break. But we get rock and rolling on this trip to Macau, and then we decide to tour the, the countryside. We go into different cities in, in, uh, in China, like Zhuhai, which was a, a resort city, a beach city, which only rich Chinese people went to. The whitest beaches I've ever been to in my entire life. It just were. I mean, they made the white beaches of Florida look like, look like brown or beige. I kid you not. This, this pristine beaches, incredible. But there was only like four or five people on the beach. And this is a country with a billion people. So I couldn't figure it out until they told me, you got to have money. You got to have money to use the beach. Sort of like Don King. We were in the Budapest, Hungary a few years ago. I'll leave you with this. Here's a good one. Here's a Don Kingism, right? We're sitting in a, in a, in a place waiting for Don King to speak in front of about 95 to 100 uh, Hungarians on, you know, whatever Don King wants to speak about right there. And I look around the room and I said, you know, Don, I said, man, outside of you and me, and in in our Cuban uh, bodyguard, I said, outside of the three of us, I said, we're not, we're the darkest guys in the room. And he goes, you know what, Pedro? They only let niggas in here with money. <laughs> you are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide, 1 800 878 play. That's 1 800 878 759. The subject to the top of the hour will remain boxing in the greatest Muhammad Ali. You can join in on the toll free once again, 1 800 878 play. That's 1 800 878 7529. Of course, the guilt free text line. I'll get to that. Got some Ali critics out there. We really do. 415 275 1613. The text line, once again, 
415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk live on Sports Byline. But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances, Slim and none, and Slim's out of town. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. And now, Valero Summer Vacation Driving Tips. Keep these in mind as you embark on your journey. Give your car a safety check, including coolant tank, hoses, belts, tire pressure, battery, air and fuel filters. Prepare an emergency kit to keep in the vehicle and have a phone number for nationwide automotive assistance in the event you need towing or maintenance. Be sure you have your license, registration, and current insurance card. And now, a word from Valero. Where is your there? Your happy place. Your go-to destination. Maybe it's that hidden cove by the lake. Or that place an hour and a half away on Route 6 that serves the world's best meatloaf. Or maybe it's home. At Valero, we have the fuel to get you there, wherever there is. Because Valero top-tier certified quality fuel keeps your engine running cleaner, better, and longer. Find a station near you at ValeroCleanGas.com. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Oh, when you do bad, he'll talk about you. Muhammad, he's looking bad. Ken Norton just hit him in the jaw. I wonder if he broke that same jaw. <laughs> Angelo, ask Muhammad, is his jaw broke? I'm in the rain, rain. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on 
Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. From the godfather of soul, James Brown, to the retired HBO godfather, Larry Merchant, a very good morning, good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Pedro. How's life treating you? Uh, pretty good after that fight last night. Okay. <laughs> um, well, you know, sometimes guys are undefeated and they're not worthy of fighting on television in main events, and sometimes there's just routes, and other times, of course, the fight I really like to see at 168, Godfather, talk about Zerto Ramirez, that was the main event uh, as far as ESPN was concerned. Is that what you're referring to? I'd like to see no, him take No, was it? No, what, you were talking about the war? Saucedo? The war. Of course, undefeated. The war before. Alex El Cholo Saucedo and Lenny Zabavina? Yep. Okay, 37-4. Let's talk about that. Let's go for it. Did, what did you, you see that? I watched parts of it. It was a bloodbath. Oh, man. Whoa. Uh, you know, they were cut all over and bleeding all over each other, but uh, um, both of their ventricles were operating all out. Yeah, and of course, probably the best fight to ever take place in, in, in the state of Oklahoma. I did a lot of television in Oklahoma, Godfather. I did a lot of terrible, I hate to say it, but Mills Lane and I were doing TV in Oklahoma for about a year and a half, and we did a lot of, a lot of uh, less than stellar fights on television. Uh, well, if, as long as there were fights, uh, I, think, I think I did one or two there, uh, including when uh, Bennett uh, knocked out what was it? The, the Tommy old, Morrison knocked out Tommy the, Morrison in one round. <clears throat> Bennett comes out of the stands as a last-minute substitute and knocks him out. Michael Bennett, and then here's a flip side to Michael Bennett, uh, a postscript to Michael Bennett. He, he's a WBO champ or something like that, and then he's in Las Vegas and he's knocked out and he goes into convulsions at Johnny Taco's gym. I don't think Johnny Taco was still around there. Maybe he was. Anyway, he gets knocked out. He goes into convulsions, and and and, and Doctor Robert Voy ends up treating him in his office for it. So they never report the fact that he was in convulsions and he was unconscious like eight days before the fight, uh, his next fight. And I think he went over to fight Herbie Hyde over in in the UK. This and that. But the bottom line was Doctor Robert Voy. I thought played, played, played pulled a bad a bad one as far as the doctor was concerned. Well, maybe maybe that's what it uh, it took to turn him into an actor because. Uh... I see him now and then around Hollywood, and he did some acting in some films. Worthy acting? He was he was pretty good. Yeah. Did you think? Um, Jim, go on. I'm sorry. In, in any event, uh, speaking of films, if you saw that that a, a bloody war last night, you you in a movie you would say that well they just made it up. That can't be real. But it was pretty real last night. And I had seen uh, uh, the Oklahoma City kid, uh, I don't know, maybe five, six years ago when he was a teenager and um, probably down in Dallas or San Antonio, and he looked like he had a shot. Um, uh, how'd you, how would you like to see him fight uh, the kid from San Jose? The Ramirez kid from San Jose no, I, at one forty. Personally, I, I would like to see him take a long rest. Uh, well, <laughs> even after a long rest, I could wait. I, I but, exactly. But, but that's a, a very live uh, di- division, mm-hmm. um, the welterweight divisions, and um, hopefully, we'll get some good sh- some good showdowns. 
Joshua Wilder, Barry Heron says he's dangling this carrot out in front of uh, Deontay Wilder. Wilder, as I mentioned earlier, the 2008 Olympic bronze medalist out of Mobile, Alabama, that can sell about eight to 9,000 seats on a good night in Alabama. And, of course, versus Anthony Joshua, the 2012 Olympic gold medalist from the U.K., who on a given night can sell anywhere between 90 to 100,000 seats, be it in Cardiff, Wales, or Wembley Stadium. So, um, they want to battle it out. Now Wilder's demanding a 50-50 split. He says he won't take a flat fee. 50-50 can't be a reality when you're the B side of the record. You know what? That, that's just a negotiating in public. But my understanding is the fight has gone away. And, and that... Nice uh, um, and fury. And no, uh, Joshua is uh, going to fight um, uh, the Russian... Um, Povetkin, uh-huh. you know, he's 34 and one, and he's had a couple of bad, uh, uh blood tests, but, uh, that's a pretty good fight. And why um, not, why not fight the gypsy man? Godfather. It, 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 it because would be- the gypsy just fought. Okay. And, and the the stories where he was well into 300 pounds while he was, um, addicted and and so on. He came in at 275. He beat somebody. Mm. Uh, if he can go out there and lose another 25, 30 pounds and, and beat a couple of halfway decent opponents, and if Joshua is still standing, that becomes a huge event there. And uh, they can put Wilder off um, if they if they like. Um so it goes. That's uh, that's boxing and cross promoting and all the rest of that Wilder, good and bad stuff. Wilder trying to reach back in history and say this is the Ali Frazier of 2018, and this isn't uh, quite the same thing. We had no, it ain't because no. it isn't going to happen in 2018. Okay, but 2019 April, you think that's a reality? So it it sounds like it will be a reality if both of them are still standing. Wilder might find up, might uh, fight Brazil. Um, and maybe it makes it even bigger. I don't know. That's interesting. You know, there's a new book out by the CompuBox guys. Do you put much stock in CompuBox? I mean, you worked alongside those guys, and what, what do you think of counting punches? Do you think there's any merit to that? The, the main merit to CompuBox is um, that it gives us an idea of the fighter's activity. Um. Here's a story. Um, when Ali and Frazier had a rematch after their historic first fight, it was a couple of years later, maybe mm. a year and a half later, yeah. <clears throat> um, I went back with a friend and we did, in effect, what became a CompuBox count, fight count, mm-hmm. uh, just out of curiosity. And it turned out that Ali threw many more punches and landed twice as many punches as Joe Fraser in the in in our two man compu box um, watching a film of the fight. So uh, I had it wrong during the night of the fight. Um, Fraser won. I, I gave it on the close verdict to Ali uh, that. Um, uh, convinced me that I might not have been wrong. But so what? Um, I think they make too much of it. 
But the idea of activity, punches landed, has some merit because it can explain sometimes unexplainable results uh, why the guy who is more active will get the benefit of the doubt in some close rounds. Now, as far as Joshua's concerned, what about any any words of him, word of him coming to the United States this fight with Povetkin would be in the U.K. again? I'm sure it would be in the U.K. again, yes. And I'm sure that, that a fight with Wilder would be in the U.K. So how do they expose him to the American audience? I'm not sure, you know. I mean, either the interest is going to be there or not. If Wilder and, and, and Joshua are still undefeated, they'll do a grand tour. Um, maybe there will be uh, more exposure of them in the meantime and more media hype for the fight. And if they're as, as dominant uh, in the heavyweight division as it appears, they'll blow through another one or two op- opponents and the fight will will build. Um, but there's risk in, uh, with heavyweights that there might not be with smaller guys doing that. Yes. And uh, But if you're going to take risks, um, Joshua is building a nice uh, risk-free fortune over there in Britain. Question. Joe Frazier... Um... You know, he and I had some positive runs in, run-ins, some negative run-ins. I remember I did a fight ringside where he was calling the referee a, a white honky and that kind of good stuff. He was drunk. I went into the dressing room prior to the Vaughn beat of Andrew Holyfield fight when I was doing that King Vision television in Atlanta, GA at the Omni, and, and I smelled this reeking of alcohol, and both him and Butch Lewis were just, were just ripped. So I had some negative times with him, some positive times with him, but he was charging, I think, 20 bucks for an autograph at the Boxing Hall of Fame, and that's always rubbed against me. He, uh, it just has, Godfather. Am I wrong to hold that against him, charging 20 bucks for a fan for an autograph? I guess he needed the money to go, I could say. He was a greedy you know, guy. Joe was greedy. Real, he had real uh, problems with money Okay. at the end of his career, and, and, and even it continues to the day with his heirs. Uh... There's a, there was some real, uh, he had a sell his famous gym. Um, he had kids and others trying to get at the money. So I don't know exactly what it was all about. Um, but I can understand why he'd be disappointed to see, uh, to be in the presence of a, of a great figure in, 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 in any sport or any walk of life. And, 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 Go up and say, "Sir, would you give me an autograph?" And he say, "Yeah, if you give me twenty bucks, I, I get that." Okay, you know that one of those the funniest things I've ever heard in my life is when former IBF featherweight champion Calvin Grove, of course, lost that title the last fifteen round fight to Jorge Paez down there in Mexico, Mexico, back in the day. Anyway, he told me he's at the gym, Joe Frazier's gym, and Joe goes off. And everybody has to leave the gym. They don't even get to go to the lockers to get their stuff. They must leave the gym right now. They left with their boxing trunks on, came back and got their their pants and that kind of good stuff the next day. Joe had a bit of a temper. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I you know, uh, look, he 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 had uh, great moments in the ring, and he was 
uh, accepted in the community. Uh, I've told you the story of uh, how I bought a share in, in Joe Fraser for $250 when they were raising money for him to be able to quit his job and train seriously. Um, and I like Joe, but um, he has, he had the, the problems of somebody who had money who had never had money before. He came off of a farm in South Carolina uh, to, to live in Philadelphia. He worked in a, in, in a, in a meat factory uh, and when he was winning the, the uh, gold medal the gold medal. He had to go back and work there be, to support a family. So it was, it was a hard time for him and he never quite got it all. And, um, um, did, did he, off, he, was a did, good, he was a good dude generally. Okay. Did he offer financial support to Muhammad Ali when Ali was hurting? Well, that's what they say that he once uh, offered or gave him a couple thousand bucks um, Ali was scrambling around. He was giving speeches. He was being supported by many people. Um, I can't say whether it was uh, just a total act of generosity because um, Joe was looking forward someday to fighting uh, Ali in, in what would become the biggest fight in history at that time. No doubt about it. 3871, the brawl, of course, at the garden. Godfather, you have a good Sunday. Say hello to the Godmother for me. We'll talk soon. You got it. The great Larry Merchant, a Hall of Famer on Sports Byline. You ask me uh, how well that he fight, I don't know. But I can tell you one thing. He punched good. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 
Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800 That's 800-223-0992. After the fight's over and Frazier has caught hell, I'm going to jump over the rope and finish Cosette. And still today, after you see this, you'll be shocked, you'll be laughing, and you will know that beyond the shadow of a doubt, I am still the greatest of all time! <laughs> okay, once again, that's our show today on ABC's Wide World of Sports. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The Godfather himself, I'm talking about Larry Merchant. Of course, nobody could tell it like it is, but the Godfather and Howard Cosell. Howard Cosell was the Larry Merchant of his era, 25, 30, 40 years ago. He was the Larry Merchant. And, of course, the Godfather's now been retired for almost a decade from HBO, but he's still rock and rolls. He's sharp as a stick, and I love him, no doubt about that. Muhammad Ali turned pro against Tony Hunsaker, who was a Louisville fireman. I had Tony Hunsaker on the show about 20 years ago, 25 years ago in the years, somewhere in the 80s, I think. Anyway, 1960, November 29, 1960, he wins the decision against Tony Hunsaker, and of course, he retires in 1981, December 11, 1981, losing a 10-round decision to Trevor Verbeck over in, Bahama, in the Bahamas. I think they called it the drama in the Bahamas. And, of course, Don King was over there, and all kinds of stuff went on as far as Don King being roughed up by the Muslims, allegedly. But, you know, that was, that was the end. That was the end for Muhammad Ali. Actually, the end was the second Ali, Ali Spinks fight. I think Ali should have quit in 1978. Coming back against Larry Holmes in 1980 was a big, big mistake, money-wise or not. He only got half the money he was supposed to get from Don King anyway. I kid you not. So anyway, at the end of the day, he took punishment. He shouldn't have taken him. But he was my buddy, and I miss him. And if you look around the Internet, there's a lot of pictures of Muhammad Ali that he signed, right? But you only find one where he put, Hey, Pedro, love Muhammad Ali. Love. You won't see that in any other Ali article, Ali interview. Anyway, the bottom line is, I love him. I love you. Thank you so much. This is hour number one of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Stay tuned for hour number two on Sports Byline. <laughs> 